Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 6 of the Soul Forge podcast. I'm your host Sean Vanderloo. We have an exciting episode for you guys today. It's all about choice and decision making. Doesn't that sound like excitement? Well, let's get right into it. So our, our first choice, our first decision that we have to make is what I should call you guys. Uh, do you want to be called the Soul Forgers? Like when I uh, do my introduction, do I, do I say... Hey, Soul Forgers, welcome to episode whatever. Or do I say, hey, Soul Squadron, it's time to get into this exciting topic about something or other. Or do I, uh, do I not call you anything? I don't know if you guys listen to WTF with Mark Marin, but uh, that's a podcast that I listen to all the time, and it's kind of, kind of a template, maybe, for this show here. He does a little bit of a monologue at the beginning of all of his shows, and then he gets right into the interview of the day that he's uh, whoever he's talked to. But before he does that, he talks he talks a little bit about his life, says what's going on. But at the opening, he greets his listeners and he says, "Hey, what the effers? What the?" And it's always with the f word. So what the f buddies? What the f Tuckians? What the f this? What the f that? So I thought, I, I need to do something like that. I want to have a name for you guys, not just my listeners. Hey, listeners, how you doing? Let's, uh, let's go with the, the Soul Team, Soul Team 6, or Soul Squadron, or Soul Forgers, or, or something. So why don't you guys think about it? Maybe send an email to soulforgepodcast at gmail.com, or tweet me at soulforge. Uh, just some ideas. Just so, uh, just so we can have a fun flow at the beginning of each show, and we'll just go from there. So that's today's choice or decision that I have for you guys. So definitely, please send an email. Uh, I haven't gotten any yet. Of course, the show's only been out a week and a bit, so I don't think we have uh, much penetration into the pod sphere of the universe. So what is decision making? Well, it's basically making a choice between several different options. I pulled up decision making on Wikipedia and they have a fun definition. In psychology, decision making is regarded as the cognitive process resulting in the selection of a belief or a course of action among several alternative possibilities. Every decision making process produces a final choice, which may or may not prompt action. Decision making is the process of identifying and choosing alternatives based on the values, preferences, and the beliefs of the decision maker. Doesn't that sound exciting? Wow, that's quite a clinical definition for sure. Basically, what it is, is making a choice or, or solving, a, uh, solving a dilemma. Essentially, just figuring out what the heck you actually want to have happen. Let's get right down to some interesting things that I found here. 
Okay, so you have a decision to make, and you have several different options in front of you. What are you going to do? Well, there's something called the opportunity cost. Each time we make a choice, we miss out on the next best option. And there's always a next best option that we don't choose, and that's what an opportunity cost is. And all decisions have them. There are, say, let's just make it simple. We have two choices, well, and we go for the first one. Well, our opportunity cost is the second choice that we did not make. Would it have been a better decision? Who knows? You have the first one that you took, and that's what you have to go with, and whatever consequences happen, uh, that's what you have to deal with. So in my research for figuring out how to make a choice about different things, I found a couple different decision-making processes. And there was a psychologist in the 80s named Leon Mann, and his decision-making process was called GOFER, G-O-F-E-R. So let's, uh, let's break that down. G is for goals. We have to survey the values and objectives. So that's basically what we want. O is for options, and we have to consider a wide range of alternative actions. F is for facts. We have to search for the information that will help us make our choice. E is for effects. Weigh the positive and negative consequences of the options. And then R is for review. We have to plan how to implement those options. And this was later updated in uh, 2008. Christina Guo published the DECIDE model of decision making. So DECIDE. D is for define the problem. E is to establish or enumerate all the criteria. C is to consider or collect all the alternatives. I is to identify the best alternative. D, develop and implement a plan of action. And E is evaluate and monitor the solution and examine feedback when necessary. So that's all very exciting. But basically what it all breaks down to is you have to, you have to see what your choices are. Then you have to uh, basically make a list of all the all the facts all the uh, alternatives all the different things that are going to go into the decision making process and then you have to see which the best one is and then you just have to do the thing and after you've do and after you do the thing then you decide whether it was the best decision or not sometimes it is and sometimes it's not and you won't know until you actually do the thing make the choice figure it out all right, so that sounds simple enough. We have to uh, break down all the options and pick one and go with it. The rules aren't important. What's important is it's linear. Every time I throw this ball, a hundred different things can happen in a game. He might swing and miss. He might hit it. The point is you never know. You try to anticipate Set a strategy for all the possibilities as best you can. But in the end, it comes down to throwing one pitch after another and seeing what happens. With each new consequence, the game begins to take shape. And you have no idea what that shape is until it is completed. That's right. In fact, the game wouldn't be worth playing if we knew what was going to happen. You value your ignorance of what is to come? That may be the most important thing to understand about humans. It is the unknown that defines our existence. We are constantly searching, not just for answers to our questions, but for new questions. We are explorers. We explore our lives day by day. And we explore the galaxy, trying to expand the boundaries of our knowledge. And that is why I am here. But there is something called decision-making fatigue. 
and that basically boils down to the fact that too many choices exhaust us or make us unhappy and it leads us uh, to not make a decision at all sometimes. There was a uh, researcher named Barry Schwartz and he called this the choice overload theory and it's not just in significant details that'll affect us. As the number of options increases, the costs in time and effort of gathering the information needed to make a good choice also increases. The level of certainty people have about their choice decreases, and the anticipation that they will regret their choice increases. So what does that mean? That means you've got too many choices, and you're not going to make a decision at all because it's worn down your energy. An article I found said, we make poorer decisions when we're tired. It's caused by the decision fatigue. The mind can only sort through so many options and make so many choices before it starts to run out of steam. That's why impulse buys like candy bars and magazines at the checkout aisle in the grocery store can be hard to resist. We've exhausted all our good decision-making skills. And I actually learned that in my marketing class back in high school. They uh, they put all those impulse buys right there because you've gone through the grocery store, you've you've decided which milk you're going to get. Are you going to get the hamburger or the sausage? Are you going to get this or that or the other thing? Are you going to get this with the less sugar or this with the better taste? What are you going to do? So you've made all these choices. Now you're waiting in line at the grocery store. There's five people ahead of you and you're just tired. You're wiped out. You want to go home. You want to lay down. You, you've worked all day, but you had to stop at the grocery store to get some stuff. So, oh look, there's some, there's some chocolate and candy. I better get that too because I need my energy. So it's all there. It's an impulse buy and it's not a good decision. But basically at that point, it's not a decision at all because you're just going to do it. So when we're tired, we conserve our energy by making choices based on single factors like price rather than considering all the other uh, things that go into the making the best choice. So researchers call this a cognitive miser. And what happens uh, when consumers are given a lot of features to choose from when buying a car or a suit? After a while, people start asking for the default option rather than carefully weighing each decision. Basically, all this research comes down to imposing your own constraints when trying to make a choice in your life. Restricting the choice of creative inputs actually enhances creativity. In other words, letting yourself have less options to choose from can help you arrive at a better answer. So that sounds exciting, right? And I actually read a study about this a long time ago. I, I looked for it online, couldn't find it. I'm just going to paraphrase it. And what it basically said was that there's, there's two stores. One has five flavors of ice cream, and one down the street has 30 flavors of ice cream. The consumer is more likely to go into the store with the 30 flavors, but they're going to make a worse, or they're going to have a hard time making a choice. So you have 30 things, and maybe you'll find five things that you really, really want, but you can only pick one because it's an ice cream cone, so you have one choice. So you leave there, and you're like, oh, I really like this chocolate marmalade, but I should have got the butterscotch ripple. So you like what you have, but you're a little bit disappointed that you didn't pick the other one. Now you go into the five ice cream flavor store instead, and there's five flavors. Easy enough. You find the one that you want, and the other four really don't matter because they're not your favorites. So you're more satisfied with the lesser option choice. But, and here's where it gets complicated, the store that's going to have more customers in it is the one with 30 flavors, but those customers are less satisfied. And the store that has five flavors has more satisfied customers, but less customers. So even those business owners have to make a choice. Are they going to have more flavors or less flavors, right? So there's always a choice. There's the opportunity cost. And what are you going to do? If you are loving this podcast, you're loving this podcast, you should tell a friend about it. Spread 
podcast you think they would enjoy. There's something for everyone from entertainment and lifestyle to news and politics and more. Share it on social media. Believe it or not, some people don't know how great podcasts are or even how to find and listen to them. You can help change that with a click. Tell your friends about your favorite podcast. Thanks for spreading the word. So now this is the Soul Forge podcast, so let's put decision-making into the flames. Let's, let's get the bellows working, and we'll heat it right up, and we'll see exactly what's going on. So let's go back to the choice that I gave you guys at the very beginning. We're, what are we going to call you guys? Are we going to call you anything? So let's say we have three options. I could call you nothing. I could call you the Soul Squadron, or I could call you the Soul Forgers. Let's see how this goes. Hey, welcome to the Soul Forge podcast. How are you guys? Hope everything's fine. This episode, we're going to talk about the best way to cut your toenails. Okay, so that's one option. I can make it more personal. Hey, Soul Forgers, welcome to the podcast. We're going to talk about how to cut your nails. Or, hey, Soul Squadron, let's get ready to dive deep and really figure out our lives. So we have three choices. We could go for the impersonal option or the two that have a way of making it a little bit more personal. And if, if we break it down, does it, does it really matter? No, it doesn't. So we don't have to make a choice. I could, uh, I could just choose to open it up a different way every time. So one day I could say, hey, Soul Forgers, welcome to the podcast. And the next day I could say, hey, diddle diddle, welcome to the show. You know, I could, I could make up anything. I could say, hey, boys and girls, are you ready to party? You know, it, so it could be different every time. Or I could have a standard greeting. And what do you guys want? That's what I want to know. I want this to be our show. I want us to do it together, create it together, go on this voyage of self-discovery as a team. That's what I would like. If you guys don't want that, well, that's your choice. See what I did there? It's all about decision-making. So one of the things that I like to do, and if you've been following my Instagram, at Darth Vaderloo, you can see that I share a lot of memes and and different pictures and and that kind of thing. So I've got a whole pile of stuff here that I thought I would uh, bring up with you guys. Okay, first one. One of the hardest decisions you'll ever face is choosing whether to walk away or try harder. Okay, so there's a choice. Let's make a decision. Uh, you're in a relationship and you've reached uh, a point where either you stay and work on it or you just say screw it and that's enough of this. So what do you do? You have to make some choices. Uh, does the person make you happy? Are they financially stable? Are, are they taking crazy pills? Do they have a bunch of kids that you can't stand? Do you like the way they smell? You know, there's there's so many different choices. Do they enhance your life? Do they help you make better decisions? Do they enjoy the same things that you enjoy? So that's that's a tough choice. Uh, but, but say there's some financial difficulty. Do you become a team and help them out? Or do you walk away and let them flounder? What are you going to do? There's so many different choices. And that's why relationship choices are the most difficult. I can tell you that from experience. So I'll bring up one of my far enough in the past exes that uh, it shouldn't really matter too much anymore. So we'll go back to Lynn. She's the one that uh, brought me up to Timmins. We were together for a year and a half and we had a joint bank account and I let her take control over the finances and that caused much heartache and financial difficulty and it wasn't a good good decision on my part. I should have been more closely monitor the finances and the bill paying and that kind of thing. But I didn't, and she was older than me, so I took the choice and decision-making away from myself, gave it to her, and that was 
bad. That was a, a bad choice, a bad decision on my part. So after a year and a half, what was I going to do? Was I going to stay with her, try to work through the financial difficulties, or was I going to leave and try to have a better life with the person that... Well, and, and this wasn't just about money. She was not a good person. And, and when we get to the Lynn episodes, I will detail all of those for you guys. But suffice it to say, I made the choice to declare bankruptcy and get the heck out of there because pretty much every day for six months before I left, I was considering how to fake my own death and leave that way. But luckily, the bankruptcy option was the better choice. So that, that was a choice right there. Do I stay? Do I fake my death? Do I find a way to leave? What do I do? So I think I made the best choice. I declared bankruptcy and I left. Let's just say I lived happily ever after. Not true, but I was better off, even though I had no money and I had to stay with a friend. So a uh, hard choice in the short term for long-term gains. Okay, another meme. Always go with the choice that scares you the most because that is the one that's going to help you grow. And what do we mean by grow? Well, that's what this podcast is all about. We're going to grow as people. We're going to forge a better life. Our souls are going to become that much deeper. That, that sounds pretty, uh, pretty highfalutin and high-tech and uh, I don't even know what else I should call it. It, uh, it sounds pretty, uh, pretty out there, doesn't it? Well, anyway... Uh, so let's make the let's make the scary choice because that lets us grow. It takes us out of our comfort zone, and once the choice and the decision has been made, we go with whatever that was. And sure, it was scary, but we could stay the way we were, or we can. Well, like I said, we we can grow. So let's say your your uh, your two options are to stay home on a Friday night or ask Tracy to the dance. And you're really shy to ask Tracy to the dance, but uh, you do it because that's going to allow you to go out to the dance and maybe start a relationship with Tracy. It's scary and there might be rejection, but there might not be. So let's do the scary option and, and do the thing. And that way, everything's fine. And that way, our souls grow. We become... What do we become? I, I don't know what we become, but we, we become different. We level up, I guess, if I'm going to put it in a gamer's term. We've, we've made the choice, and we've gained experience points. So that seems all right. Instead of just uh, watching TV in your room on Friday night, you went out and uh, asked her out, asked him out. Tracy's a, a multi-sexual name. Could be a boy or a girl. So it's for either of the male or female listeners. So you asked Tracy out, and she said, he said, no. Well, you know what? It was a scary thing to do in the first place, but you did it. And so the next time, it won't be as scary to ask somebody out. Because all oh, the worst they can do is say no. And what's the big deal? Just ask somebody else. All right, next one. Right or wrong, make a decision. The road of life is paved with flat squirrels who couldn't make a decision. So what does that mean? Well, if you don't make a decision at all, then you're stuck in the middle of the road and you're going to get run over and flattened. And that's not good. You want to keep going. Always keep moving forward. So you make a choice, and it was a bad choice, or it was a good choice. Either way, at least you made a decision and you didn't stay in the middle ground. So that's a good thing. Ralph Waldo Emerson, uh, he said, Once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. Now, that sounds like it's uh, New Agey, or whatever you want to call it. But I can tell you it's true. Once you've made a decision, 
and you've given it, given it over to the universe, you actually will see a lot of progress. And, and this has happened to me several times. The best example I can think of is when Bridget and I first got together, we needed a place to live. And so what we wanted to do was buy her parents' house and live there. And she didn't see any way of making that happen. And I said, you know what? It's going to happen. But she's like, how do you know it's going to happen? Because I've decided it's going to happen. But how do you know? I just do. I have faith that the universe is going to make this happen for us because I believe it enough and I feel it and so it's going to happen. And sure enough, several months later, her parents sold their house to us and we moved in there and it was great. And so we had a place to stay and everything happened and, and we were sitting there a few months later and she's like, how did you know that this was going to happen? And I said, because I had faith that the universe would make it so because it's what I wanted. I made a decision that we were going to do this and then did. And that that has actually happened several times to me. It, it's not a it's, it's not a religious thing. It's it's not uh, like a any anything like that. It's just just knowing. It's it's a it's a simple knowing that this is going to happen because this is what you want. It doesn't always work out that way, but I found that when I've actually given it over to the universe or whatever it is out there, uh, it it happens, and it, it usually happens. In a fairly good amount of time. It doesn't always. It takes a little while sometimes. But when I've completely given it, given it over and, and known that it was going to happen, even though I didn't know how it was going to happen, it did. My grandfather used to tell a story. Uh, he lived on, I, th I think it was 8 Market Street in Sault Ste. Marie. And there was a vacant lot over right beside the house. It was 16 Market Street. And he told Grandma that one of these days uh, we're going to build a house on that lot and they didn't have any money and their business was failing or whatever it was I can't remember because well nobody's around anymore and I can't ask but the story was that he had faith that it was going to happen she didn't know how it was going to happen he didn't know it was going to happen but sure enough a few years later they designed and built a house on that piece of property because he believed it was going to happen so it did so maybe that's where I get my uh, my faith in the universe from maybe from grandpa that's something to think about Okay, got another quote. Never make a decision when you're upset, sad, jealous, or in love. That's because your emotions are running high and you're not thinking clearly. Because you're upset or sad, or you're jealous or in love. Jealous and love are pretty close, or two sides of the same coin maybe. Upset and sad are the same thing. Yeah, your, uh, your, your temper's flaring, your emotions are high, you're not thinking clearly. You're, you're going to make a decision and you might not have thought all the options through and you're going to, more than likely, nine times out of ten, make a bad choice. But that brings me to the final thing. Bad decisions make good stories. And really, isn't life all about good stories? Let's say you're out at the bar and you can either get a ride home with your friend or you can walk home. The best decision would be to get a ride with your friend who's sober and you go home. So say you did that. You went home and slept in your bed and had a good night's sleep and you got up for work in the morning and were productive and everything was fine. A little bit tired, a little bit hungover, but you did your job and you paid your bills. Okay, so the second choice, the bad choice, is no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay at the bar a little bit longer, have another drink, and I'll find my own way home. And so you walk home but you don't quite make it. You take a wrong turn and uh, you fall down an embankment and you hit your head on a rock. And you get up and you crawl and 
you're laying out in a field somewhere and sleep all day and there's birds pecking out your eyes and you miss your work and you die. See? Bad choice. Not necessarily it's gonna, that's the option that's going to happen, but uh, it's a fun story, right? Oh yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't make it home and I almost died and uh, I lost this eye because a bird pecked it out because I was uh, half conscious in a field uh, and I lost my job and uh, I don't have a place to stay so I, I slept on my brother's couch for six months and now, uh, now here I am in this homeless shelter telling you guys about this. Okay, that's a little bit dramatic and uh, whatever, but it, it'd be a better story. It's a fun, it's not a good story, it, but it's uh, more entertaining than you went home and you paid your bills the next day. So there you go. Bad decisions make good stories. In conclusion, uh, another thing that I read here is you should never regret anything in life. If it's good, it's wonderful. If it's bad, it's experience. So essentially, make a decision. If, if it's if it's good, then great, everything's going to be fine. If it's bad, at least you learn from it and you know better for the next time. And that's finding your options and adding to your data set and having uh, a, a better uh, a better skill set for coping the next time around. So as long as you're growing and gaining experience and becoming a better person, no matter what decision you make, everything's going to work out in the end. As long, you know, as long as you don't uh, lose your job or kill somebody or anything like that. But for the most part, decisions aren't that earth-shattering or ground-breaking. So, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. And it's the the last thing that I have here. I was going to share a meme. You've probably all seen it. It's uh, Batman and Robin, and he's always slapping Robin because Robin said something stupid. So this one here, they're talking about movies. But Rotten Tomatoes said, Batman slaps him, and then he says, I said, go see it and make up your own mind. So... That tells you, you you can make all the choices you want, you can listen to all the expert opinion, you can you can read this and you can read that, but really there's no substitute for experience. So go see the movie. You wanted to see it, go see it. Just because uh, some critics said it was crap, that doesn't mean it is. It just could be, it just might not be that critic's particular cup of tea. Go do it yourself. Go make your own choice. Go do your own decision. The only way you're going to get anywhere in life is to figure it out yourself. So in conclusion, what have we learned on this episode of Soulforge? We have learned that it's not necessarily easy to make a decision. There's so many choices that you can make. There's all kinds of different options, different variables. And if you have too many, you can get tired and not make a decision at all. So your best bet is to limit your choices, limit your options, do a pros and cons list if it'll help. Whatever is going to help you make a decision, that's the best thing. But no matter what happens, every decision you make you learn from it and the worst choice the worst choices that you make the better stories you have but that's not necessarily a good thing once again please send an email to soulforgepodcast at gmail.com so we can uh, find out what to call you guys and remember you have to learn to say no without feeling guilty setting boundaries is healthy you need to learn to respect and take care of yourself thank you for listening to this episode of the soulforge i hope you found some value in it to contact the show, please email soulforgepodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at soulforgepod. We are Soulforge Podcast on Facebook, and you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. Please spread the Soulforge word by rating and reviewing us in iTunes and by telling everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge!